Hello, and welcome to another episode of the KPMG podcast series for tax leaders. In today's episode, I'm joined by Kamal Dahl, Head of Global Transfer Pricing Services for KPMG International and Principal in the New York office at KPMG in the US. Kamal, thanks for joining me today. I'd like to start our conversation by getting your perspective on what you think is the most significant change happening right now in transfer pricing. It's hard to be in transfer pricing and not talk about digitization. It's impacting us in so many ways. Let me start with the first piece. Um, and And I'll start with this sequentially because... I think from a digitization perspective, we were given a few gifts from from BEP so far. So the first gift was certainly um, Action 13. Um, And with Action 13, what do I mean by that? I mean the country by country reporting and the additional reporting for master file and local file for, for transfer pricing purposes. I thought this was significant because it did a couple of things. It created an extraordinary compliance burden that compliance burden is really a function of a couple of, of things. Um, Action 13 motivated consistency and coherence. And those two things really led to centralization at most head offices. So if you take a process that's really been undertaken around the world, um, is now being undertaken in one place, it's an incredible compliance burden. And I think to add to that, there was a, there was a, a fragmented approach to implementation, which meant just because you were trying to get things right all around the world, um, you couldn't just do it in one way because every country was implementing at a different speed um, at different times and with different rules. So frankly, what was supposed to be standardization really wasn't there, but the burden was really on the taxpayer. Now, I, I bring that up because digitization means a couple of different things, right? Certainly, uh, digitization is around what we can do digitally or through automation to make the compliance burden uh, less heavy. So there has been a lot of investment, I think, in the compliance space and and things like compliance transformation. A lot of clients have talked to me about, you know, what's the best approach to deal with this compliance burden? Is it an outsourcing approach? Is it co-sourcing? Or should they be uh, doing it in-house and building an offshore team? So you can imagine that uh, there are a couple of outputs to, to this approach and digitization. And that is certain processes have now become standardized. There is existing country by country reporting data that's already in a digital format. And and that is consistent. So we have that data to leverage. We can do data analytics on country by country reporting. This is a mass amount of data. We can do tremendous things with this data now, um, whether it's a workflow solution, whether it's visualization of the data, whether it's anticipating Uh, how a tax authority is going to evaluate country risk assessment. So I think Action 13 really propelled us into a journey around automation. And that's been been a, a significant development for us. So staying on the theme of digitization, and as we've heard in previous podcasts, the taxation of the digital economy is a topic that's top of mind for many tax leaders. How significant is this topic in the world of transfer pricing? This is significant um, specifically for transfer pricing because the arm's length principle is at risk. And if you listen to um, Pascal Sentiment articulate this, it's, yes, the arm's length principle is precious to us, but there's something almost, there's something much more pressing here. And that is around achieving some level of consensus and satiation of the G20 and the ministers of finance. Now, I think this is a conversation many are willing to have because 
there is a price to pay here. And that price really is uncertainty. So any trade-off around um, compromises that might be required for the arm's length principle um, in return will get something like simplicity and more certainty. And that's what I think taxpayers are, are willing to compromise to move to um, a place that, that provides more assurance. You mentioned earlier some of the ways KPMG is incorporating digitization into transfer pricing processes. Do you see the businesses you work with doing the same? And, and are they capitalizing on the opportunities that digitization offers them? Well, I think it's really interesting to engage with clients on, on what their own automation journey is. In mid-2018, we pulled a group of clients together um, and we got their feedback. And I can tell you, they were really scratching their heads about how to incorporate automation within the transfer pricing function. The most significant area of pain that they identified was really on the preparation of segmented financial data, not just for today, but reconciling them with the past at the level of detail that tax authorities were asking for. Interestingly, fast forward six months, and we're with another group of clients, and I can't tell you how quickly the conversation changed to... Uh, we're, we're trying, we're adopting Alteryx and we're doing things much more fast, more, much more quickly to, we really want to embed this into our ERP system and we're, we're digging deep and we're trying to automate everything to um, somebody else talking about compliance and documentation and how they wanted to do that differently and what challenges they were running into with the regulatory requirements being so varied around the world. And this is just six months in. And the number one thing that uh, this group was asking of each other is really to learn tips and tricks about what's working, what's easy to adopt, what quick wins can they have now, and how can they look into a future that's going to be different, that they recognize is going to be different. And the challenge right now is the how. Kamal, beyond digitization, can I ask what have been the big changes in the world of transfer pricing since you began your career? And perhaps you can tell us what you expect to see change in the future. It, it's really interesting when I, when I speak to um, the various countries around the world. I think there's a motivation, certainly in the, e, in the European region around, uh, I'll call it transparency. And transparency means two things. Transparent to the public versus transparency with the tax authorities. Right. So I think there is definitely a demand by the tax authorities to be able to access information, to um, balance out the asymmetry of information that they felt was there. And I think what we'll see the European region do is ask for more real time data. You see that with the UK and the their uh, digitization of tax agenda, where they're really looking to bring statutory accounting tax and legal entity reporting to the fore. So I can imagine a world where the traditional transfer pricing reports that we have created for years, which are many pages thick, will could be condensed into a set of tables that really tick the box for tax authorities where they can digest the information quickly, where it's in a uniform format, And, you know, if we see some of the digital proposals come to the fore, there's going to be potentially, you know, a fraction of this, which includes some apportionment. Now, that's a drastically different world. Transfer pricing has always been about 
qualitative information, the quality assessment of who's doing what, what are they doing, how is that generating value? Now, what you see with the U.S. through their recently introduced functional cost diagnostic model is they're responding to the other tax authorities as well. And they're saying they're putting forward a particular point of view, which takes into account the costs that go into um, a particular business, the cost of development of IP, and they're, they're promoting a residual profit split model type approach using cost as an allocation key, um, where, of course, what we see in the other markets is they're using their, um, their user participation or marketing intangibles as how they look at it. Kamal, for my final question, if you could offer one piece of advice to tax leaders in terms of how they need to manage their transfer pricing responsibilities in today's global digital world, what advice would you give them? I think every tax leader has to be looking at the portfolio of work that their teams are doing. They've got to do a couple of things. They've got to ask themselves what's really contributing value to their teams. We, you know, there, there's uh, benchmarking around this to see if you're, if, if teams are um, expending time on, on routine tasks that, that may be better done elsewhere, that might be the right answer so that their teams can focus on the value adding areas. There are going to be new things to do. And it's really got to be um, balancing out that transition and looking ahead and realizing um, the qualitative aspects of defending, which is really where we're going to be pretty soon. Defending their transfer pricing model is, is critical and important. But I'll add one other thing. As I mentioned around digitization, it's changing fast, right? So we've got to equip our teams. We've got to remember that things are going to be changing um, at, at a pace where new technologies, new affordable technologies are going to be coming to the fore. So what we continue to hear is change management is, is actually one of, one of the biggest challenges tax leaders face. So I've heard of companies introducing KPIs, for example, about introducing one or two things new that you do differently every quarter and making it a mandatory part of people's goals. These are the little ways that we can create incremental change and take the workforce into the future, take the balance and portfolio of work that's going to be done in the future and align the resources against it. Kamal, on behalf of myself and the listeners, thank you for your insights and thanks for taking the time to join us today. Join us next time when we'll take a look at another trending topic within geopolitics, digitisation or changing business models. And please feel free to email us with any suggestions for future topics that you'd like to hear more about at tax at kpmg.com. Thanks for listening.